This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Right at home with Rich. Broadcasting from the Aqua System Studio on 97.1 FM Talk is sponsored by the Missouri Athletic Club. All right, good Saturday afternoon, everybody. My name is Rich Orris, and I am a home consultant for Mosby Building Arts. And for the next hour, your host of Right at Home with Rich. We have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the Mosby design process and and why you should have Mosby design your next dream project with our guest today, one of Mosby's own design consultants, Jake Spurgeon. And um, halfway through the show, every week, don't forget, I'll have my ride-at-home hack. So stay tuned right here. Today we're going to learn some unexpected uses for a common item that we all have in our home. So you don't want to miss this one. So, And I want to remind everybody, too, to kind of keep an eye out on my social media for some upcoming questions, polls, different things we might do, maybe some giveaways. Um, we post my hacks every week. So if you want to go back and see any of that information, you can. You can find all that on my Twitter, at Rich Oris, or Facebook. You just search Mosby Rich Oris, and it'll take you right to my professional page. But for the next hour Today, you can get your design advice right here from our expert, Jake Spurgeon. One more time to call us in the number you're going to need, 314-241-9797. But today, truly the the topic I'm most excited about, I want to go over with Jake. um, And in the spirit of Halloween this week, uh, my question for everyone today is, what is the scariest thing about a remodel? You can call in today. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what's holding you back, what's kind of the scariest thing from you starting your next remodel. We'd love to hear your your thoughts on that. Um, Join the conversation with us. Again, you can call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. So I want to just get this thing going right away. Glad to have you with me, and uh, how are you doing today, Jake? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I uh, Hey, and i got to remind everybody, too, we had a little fun out in the hallway. I've uh, been taking pictures and posting pictures with all my guests, so in in uh, the spirit of Halloween, we, we did a little uh, mass deal with me and Jake here, so search that on my uh, social media later in the week. We'll have that, photos and all that fun stuff out there, but... So, uh, but for today, um, I want to kind of, I want to go, I don't want to go over too much about the scariest remodeling things, but we see a lot of people and a lot of them talk to us about, you know, what their concerns are with getting started, you know, with a remodel. So we'll have a lot of, uh, conversation and talk about that again. Uh, I want to kind of hold off on that cause I, I want to get the listener's side. If there's anybody out there that's you know, had any experiences or has any thoughts on that, or if you do have a reason that maybe you're kind of 
putting off or delaying or holding back, you know, give us a call and let us know what that scary thing is about getting going into remodel. And, and we can have a great conversation with you. Again, uh, the phone line 314-241-9797. So we'll kind of hold off on that. So just to start us off and, and Jake, you've been on several, several times. We've been working together for, for years, but, um, for, for some new listeners and stuff, kind of just t- tell the listeners uh, about yourself and, and, you know, where you're from, where'd you get the St. Louis question? Where'd you go to high school? Stuff yep. like that. Well, I, uh, the first question, high school, I went to uh, St. Charles West high school. So okay. just over the river, um, still live in St. Charles today. And I've been doing design work for almost 15 years now, actually. And uh, in home remodeling and consulting work. And, um, you know, love what I do. And I'm a senior designer and consultant at, uh, at Mosby Building Arts. Yeah. So, and, and I know that kind of like me, you've done some actual work. You've done yeah. some roofing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So what really got you to, to desire to make that switch kind of into design in that? Well, I, I, I come from a, uh, a two parents. One, my mother is a artist, a graphic artist. So she was into colors and design. And then my father to this day is still a construction worker. He, he does commercial work nowadays, uh, but did residential. So my, my brother and I, we grew up around tools. So we learned how to frame walls and do drywall work and electrical and plumbing and and it, we still we still do it today. Yeah, still do it today. It is nice to be able to do a lot of your own stuff too. You know, yes. it really helps you know get stuff done and all that and you know get through it. So, um, so and Which can uh, be scary sometimes. Well, <laughs> getting to it's the hardest part. Like you know, shoemakers' kids running around. You know. None of them have shoes, so mm-hmm. getting the time to get to it, I, I totally believe me. I live that. Um, so, but in how long? I mean, it's, I lose track of time here. You know, working at Mosby and everything. So, how long have you been here with Mosby now? In September was five years. Awesome. Five years. Yeah, and see, we got so it's just such a great place to work. We got so many people that have been here so long, and once they kind of fit into the family, it's like they're they're here to stay for quite a while usually. Feels like yesterday was the first day. Yeah, I know. It's just time goes so fast. You you, you just lose track. It's amazing. Um, so um, so what what's your favorite thing? Um, and, and this was a question that kind of came up with um, at my work is they're making these sheets for new hires and talking about the company for people thinking about working. Mm-hmm. You know, for us that they kind of asked a bunch of us our opinions and stuff. But so, what is your favorite thing about working at Mosby? Oh, everything. <laughs> you know, it's hard to pick a favorite thing. I, I think uh, the number one thing is I, I don't have a single day that I wake up and say, oh, man, I got to go to work today. It's We have fun with what we do. The office is fun. The clients that we meet are fun. Our um, coworkers are fun. Um, the production team is fun. It, it's just you you have fun with what you do. And as they say, if if you have fun at work, you'll never work a day in your life. Or if you love what you do also. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is, that is so true. Um, and you know, I, I probably told this story once or twice, but I had an old neighbor, um, years back, uh, that I was just kind of hanging out with and, and we were talking about our jobs and, uh, he, he was a truck driver. And so I was explaining to him what my job was and what exactly I did and just kind of talking about it. And he was like, man, he goes, 
you really like what you do, don't you? And I said, yeah, you know what? I said, you're right. I really do. I actually do. We're around a a ton of individuals at Mosby that have not, not only like or love what they do, but they have a passion for it. Yeah. There's an internal drive in all of us to just help people. Yeah. In the end, that's what we're doing. Yeah. And so the next thing he said to me was, you know what? He goes, he said, I'm willing to bet you right now, you're the only person on this whole street that loves what they do. And I was like, possibly, you know, but it's, it is true, you know, do what, what you love, what, what excites you and, you know, that sort of thing and find the right people to do it with. You know, if you're in a place where, where it's not that way, figure it out, start to look, there's other people, there's other places. Never too late. And speaking of that, we are hiring at Mosby. So we're looking, we are looking for another home consultant where we've got some field guys. We've, we're, we're looking to fill some, fill some spaces in the field and everything. So check us out, look up Mosby Building Arts. Uh, You can go to mosbybuildingarts.com forward slash about us slash careers, and you can get to all that information or just go to our website and look through it. I'm sure there's a link there to get you to the right place if you are interested in a career at Mosby Building Arts because it is not just a great place to have your work done, but a super great place to work for everybody. So I think we'll get into our first break here. Um, Do want to kind of... You know, hear from everybody. If you want to get in on that conversation, let's figure out what's holding you back on your remodeling. 314-241-9797. All right. We are back. And uh, I want to let you know, to get in on the conversation about the question, what's the scariest thing about remodeling for you? We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what's holding you back from starting a remodel, what your fears are about it. Maybe we can help answer some stuff and you know, help you get through some of that, um, give us a call, 314-241-9797, or I'm telling you, today is the day with my guest, Jake Spurgeon. We got the expert, the designer right here. If you have any design questions, shapes, colors, what to do in a room, I mean, accent walls, whatever design-wise, feel free to give us a call. Get your questions in with Jake today. I'm telling you, the expert is here. Give us a shout, 314-241-9797. So I think while we're kind of waiting for the, the, the phones here, let's, uh, you, you want to get into the design process a little bit and kind of what we do starting off and yeah. see if we can let people know, like, you know, what's the, what's the real difference? And how do we make it less scary? How do, how do we, how do we make <laughs> it less scary? And how do we, you know, set expectations? Well, and, you know, people are, you know, we hear all those stories about, you know, nightmare remodeling projects, contractors disappearing halfway through, contractors disappearing after they collect your money, like we were talking about cost overruns, all these different things. Um, but one of the biggest things is setting expectations, and I think mm-hmm. pe- some people fear that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get what I want or I've done it before and I didn't get what I expected. So... Kind of, can you just kind of start to run us through a little bit how we set those expectations? And it's forever changing. That's yeah. what's so great about it, you know, evolving for the people. So um, what do you do when you're out there and how do you get that design yeah. process going? Yeah, Mosby has so many different processes in place to ensure that clients at the very end of their project get exactly what they want, 
for the budget they want to spend, and and everybody gets to be happy at the end. It's just through the design process, through the selection process, through um, explaining our key members in the production field and why they exist and why they're doing what they're doing, and all these different steps are in place to to make it not scary at all. That it's fun. Yeah. It's not stressful. It's not, you know, it's not life changing. It's life changing in a positive way, but it's not, you know, it's not a detriment yeah. to your life and and, Absolutely. and causing just pain and heartache because that's it, what can happen. It's just the lasting effects of of making a wrong decision with remodeling can can last forever. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely can. And I tell you, one of, one of the things that, um, well, I actually had, you know, one of my clients out with, uh, Jill on, mm-hmm. on Thursday, um, shopping, mm-hmm. you know? And so I've, I've spoken with so many people that, um, I, I, I had a, a really good client about a year or so ago. We did their master bathroom and they had already had their kitchen done. And one of her biggest, you know, kind of pet peeves of the the whole process they had gone through with another company was once they'd figured out what the kitchen was, they were like, okay, so go find what you want and tell us what you want in it. And that's what we'll use. Yeah. They just sent, sent, yeah. Like, here you go. Have fun. Tell me what it is. And, and, you know, maybe some people are great with that and other people aren't, but she was like, she said, it took me months to figure out everything I wanted. in, And then I was still kind of unsure of, I hope I picked the right things. And that's why you know. professional designers are fantastic to have as part of any project because it helps you pull, you know, every homeowner has an idea or kind of a, maybe a general look they want to go for, Yeah. but it's our job to, to help them plug in those pieces and, and make it really look fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. And have, so having that designer with you to literally assist, go out shopping, pick the stuff out you know, reassure and, and honestly working together, me and you, you know, on some projects, another fine thing that, that I think is such a a great thing for the clients is, um, getting to see things that might be outside the box and really having someone like yourself help convince them that check this out, check that out and really see it and understand. And then you can, you know, just kind of design outside that box a little bit and, and pick some bolder things and know that it's going to look great and be all right. And that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I'm not saying it gets boring if we do a cookie cutter design because they do exist. Oh yeah. But it, it's fantastic to have clients that are, are open to creativity, um, features that are not, you know, found anywhere. Just, yeah. That's really makes the space that much more awesome. Yeah, no, and it definitely, I think that it, wow. you know, oh yeah, gives, get, definitely gives them that, that wow factor and, you know, picking something out that's really going to be cool like that. But so seeing that up front though, cause we have changed our, um, you know, I shouldn't say changed. We've added to our design process different ways to help people get through because you know some people really have no idea mm-hmm. and which is okay they're they're really like you really got to help me like i all i know is it doesn't function the way i would like and i don't have a thought on how to get through it and it takes you guys some thought on 
you know, the space and putting everything together. So, you know, for some of those people, we might show two or even three different yeah. kind of layouts and, and stuff. And that's scary for homeowners. Yeah. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's another thing that's scary is that they have ideas of what they want, but it's you're kind of stuck in indecision mode. And I, yeah. I want to do this, but I don't know how. Yeah. And that's that's where we come in to help them, guide them through how to make that happen. But having, you know, now some adding some processes in there that, you know, and, and kind of changing a little bit of what we do up front to kind of help figure out, okay, do you need that? And if not, maybe for a little bit less, we can get you through, you know, one design, put some ideas out there. It's probably going to be the best idea. Let's get you through this. And then that timeline just can get a little bit quicker and, you know, shorter and get to the selections process and stuff a little bit sooner, which I think people, you know, really appreciate, mm -hmm. you know, being able to get through that a little bit quicker than before. Um, so, and we've simplified some of those drawings too. Can you kind of explain like the black line drawing and not having the textures and stuff in it yet and, you know, speeding that process up a little bit? Yeah, we have uh, our software that we use, our CAD software is fantastic. It gives lots of options on what we can show, either just your blueprint look. And then a lot of times we'll just focus on blueprint, especially if we're doing maybe additions or lots of wall changes. Yeah initially let's just focus on where's the walls located you know and, and general space planning and then as we refine that we'll get into what we call kind of line drawing where it's a, still a 3d image um but it's not in color it's just black yeah. and white. then so you it, can still see really well yeah you know how things are going to look on that and then as we start talking about colors of cabinetry walls furniture light fixture locations, tile backsplash. As we start to pick some of those features and products that we want to see in the textures, then we start to colorize the drawings and, and make it look um, what it would be like in real life. And we love that because there's been times I've had homeowners choose things that they look great in samples and then you stick them in the computer and yep. they, don't, they don't look good. I've had times I've and offered okay. that and said, hey, we've done it like this before and then they put it in the computer and then we all went, oh. That yeah. doesn't look good there at all. So, but we're going to jump into our middle break here. Want to remind everybody don't go anywhere. My ride at home hack is coming up next. You're going to want to hear this one for sure. All right. We are back. We are rolling right through this. Get in on the conversation. What a nasty rainy day. Um, if you're having water come in, if you're having anything going, I got Jake, my designer, with me here today, the expert on all design. Give us a shout if you have any design questions, 314-241-9797. But right now, it is indeed halfway through the show. So I want to talk about on my hack today, you know, this is something that most everyone has in their home. Um, and, you know, we don't realize all the uses that, that, you know, other than adding flavor to food that you can actually do with this, but it's, it's great for cleaning. It kills weeds, it kills bacteria, um, and it lowers the temperature that water freezes at. So yeah, I'm talking about simple table salt. 
So we can all thank today. Let's thank my good pal, Bob Vila, for my list of unexpected uses for table salt. Go, Bob. We're going to the expert, Bob Vila. I, I, I actually act like I, I like hang out with this guy or something. But oh, I'm a fan. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Bob Vila. I've been for years and years, you know, build it right, get it right, love everything about Bob. Um, so, But there is some super interesting things that you can actually do with table salt salt. And my favorite one that I saw was, um, refreshing wicker. So wicker furniture, you know, it gets aged, it gets yellowed. Um, you can brighten it up by dipping a brush in a solution of salt water and scrubbing the furniture, let it dry in the sun. And it will just bring that, that back, um, that, that wicker back in the, in the, just the brightness of it and everything. And, and it also says for um, straw brooms, you can take them when you first get them and soak them in hot, salty water for about 20 minutes, and it will extend the lifespan of that broom. The same, you know, kind of same material as, it probably as won't that mold, that wicker. Um, so it, it's, yeah, so kind of interesting, but cleaning with salt water. Um, and uh, so there's there's another thing um, for cleaning up spills um, on your stove. If something bubbles over on your stove, if you put some salt on it before it has a chance to cool, then you can come back. It will keep it from hardening so bad when it cools and make it easier to clean up off your stove and wipe it away, you know, Wish once I you're done cooking night. and everything. Isn't it? I'm telling you. We had a boil over on the stove. We were making a simple syrup. Or yeah, a, a, a drink last night, and it so it's sugar and apple juice that was oh, boiling, yeah. and it I panicked because I had to somehow get it off the stove while it was still hot, and it it took a minute. I wish yeah. I knew about the salt hack. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. So um, another one they had on there was uh, bitter coffee taste. So if you have some coffee that's bitter, they said actually add a pinch of salt to it, and it will kind of take the bitterness out of a cup of coffee with. Um, and that's an inter- interesting one because I've heard of salt in beer, you know, mm-hmm. people doing yeah. that, but never in uh, coffee. So another one that I thought was great was um, a weed killer, a weed eater. So if you've got weeds growing up, like between the cracks in your concrete pavement around that, um, you can actually just make up a solution of one cup salt with uh, two cups of boiled water. And, or it says, just pour, just pour salt on it. And then it'll start to react the next time it rains. Um, and it will just, it'll kill those weeds inside the cracks. You don't got to go out and buy any of those nasty chemicals that everybody worries about. And, you know, for those areas, um, so salt scrub as a cleaning aid. So for, um, Jake, we were talking about the coffee maker and stuff. So coffee, tea rings, um, or a ring inside of a, vase. They said, you know, it will take that right out if you just sprinkle a little on a sponge and rub in a circular motion and get rid of all of those. And you can also polish brass and copper um, the same way with with salt and put a little flour and vinegar with it, make a paste with the salt, and you can polish up your uh, brass and copper with it. So um, so another one is uh, cleaning off your iron. So if people uh-huh. use starch and stuff, you get that that gooey build stuff up. kind of build up on the bottom of your iron. 
So what they said was take newspaper, lay newspaper out, sprinkle salt all over it, heat up your iron, and iron the newspaper with the salt on there, and it will kind of just slightly abrasively like take that gooey, gummy stuff off of your iron um, while it's hot and everything. Then you can just clean it right off once you once you got that off there. Um, so your your gym shoes, your sneakers. So mm-hmm. salt kills bacteria, which is basically anything you sprinkle inside your your shoes. You know, for that is trying to do the same thing. So you can literally just sprinkle salt in there, and it will kill the bacteria and freshen up your gym shoes and everything. Um, and then, so they talked about cleaning fake flowers with it. So like. Not fresh flowers. You don't want salt with, you know, an actual real flower, but um, artificial flowers. um, You can actually put salt in a paper bag, about a quarter cup of salt. Put your your fake flower in there and shake and bake, like shake it up like crazy, and it will kind of revive the surface of those fake flowers if they've been around, you know, getting old and kind of getting dingy looking and everything. Um, and then another one that I never really thought of this, but, you know, a lot of older homes in St. Louis, the World War II homes that have, you know, aluminum single pane, the big, you know, aluminum single pane windows. Yep. You get the frost every winter on the inside. Yep. You know, setting towels or doing something to kind of try and control that from going on. So they said take salt with um, like on a on a damp sponge and – Clean like the window with it. Just wipe the window with it, and it'll kind of get a little coating on there. And it will, it won't absolutely prevent it from happening, but it will take a colder day to actually make it happen. So your windows will frost up less often during the winter ah. if you clean it with some salt on there. And then they recommended, of course, um, doing. You could do the same thing with your windshield, actually take a bunch of salt. They, they said, if you take a bunch of salt and keep it in your car inside like a sock and you just literally wipe your windshield with it on the outside, wow. it will take a colder temperature to create frost on the outside of that. So when you come out it, less often, will you have the frost on your windshield that you're scraping off and everything kind of, that's the worst, get a coating. Then that is the, yeah, I that's mean, truly no, the worst. Yeah. That they have to go outside and scrape your window. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes that. So if you can minimize that, that would, you know, to me, that's a great deal. So some cool things that you could do around your house with salt that well, look, just everyone has sitting there, you look know. What sodium's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so you can uh Real if sodium. you if you want to look back at any of these, I got my hack every week. You can find them on Twitter, you can find them on Facebook. We post them every week what that hack is, or you can go back and listen to uh, some of the 97.1 uh, podcasts on the website and, you know, get some of this information for you. So you can find me at Rich Oris at Twitter or just search Mosby Rich Oris on Facebook. Check it out. Like my page. Look at some of the hacks. Hopefully it's some great information for everybody and uh, hopefully it helps out. So another hack down. Um, I think we'll go ahead and get into our final break. And when we come back, I'd like to get into, you know, what we talk to clients about, some of those scary things, and what what does Mosby do differently to make those remodels easy for everybody. So stay tuned right here. 
All right, we're back. This is it. Final segment. If you got any questions for us, you got anything going on, got a design question for Jake, hurry up, get in at the end here. We will have time for a question if you got one. 314-241-9797. But, you know, what I've been itching to get to is, um, you know, what, what fears are keeping people? What's the scary part of remodeling for people? And, Jake, I know you hear this all the time, just like I do, of, you know, just what's kind of holding the back and, and, you know, help explain to people like what Mosby does differently in those areas and how we, we work through stuff to kind of, you know, do better and mask over that sort of stuff. But I know, you know, a lot of them is, you know, timeline and communication is yep. probably the biggest one I hear about. Timing time. is always the biggest one. You know, get done, get out of my house. Yeah, so many homeowners just, they hear horror stories. They hear... Or they know, live them. Or they live them. Um, about contractors taking six months to do a kitchen. Yeah. Okay, that does not take six months. Um, or, you know, just they show up and they never come back. Or they, they're gone for three days. It just... And they don't tell you where they're going. The yeah. whole communication part. They don't part. communicate and call every day and say, okay, here's what we did today, here's what we're doing tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be back at 7.30 a.m. Um, just, you know, coming every day to do the work. Is, yeah. That's a big thing. And that's, you know, some smaller companies, they take on too much work. They get overwhelmed. They're trying to juggle guys back and forth to different projects um, to try to keep things rolling. And that's not the best way to do things. Yeah. Well, less, less people, less employees, more subcontractors, basically more loss of control on, yeah. you know, how you get through that process. And, you know, another thing, um, you know, I've heard a lot with the smaller companies is, um, then they try and communicate back to that company. They're like, well, I, I call my guy, I call the guy, well, having one person to talk to, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, well, if they don't call you back, then you're done. They're like, well, what do we do? We don't even know what to do. Like we called him. He doesn't call back. We've been calling him for a week. He still hasn't called back. He's the guy, you know, and it's like here at Mosby. You got a whole team. You got, yeah, you got the whole team. You got client services. You got, you know, so if you can't get a hold of somebody, you call in the office, you'll get client services. They will assist in helping get that answer because I might be on vacation yeah. or, you're, you're, you know, you're something going on. So your designer, your project manager, your lead carpenter. I mean, that's like six people right there you can call. Yeah, and you, and you get all of our cell phone numbers. <laughs> That you yep. can call 24-7. I tell clients that you can call us literally 24-7. Yeah, no. And, and Don't lose sleep over a question or a fear. Yep, having, you know, company-issued cell phones, you know, the company actually empowering us um, and then holding a little bit responsible, too, that, hey, we're not only we're going to give you the power to communicate, but now you don't have the excuse not to. Yep. You know, it's not your stuff. It's not the person's responsibility. It's the system of the company that you get kind of trained into and molded into. And once you learn all that stuff, yeah. you, you understand why it's so important. Then you start doing it because you see the positive, you know, outcome of good communication. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing, but you know, I, I had someone, That's uh, how all relationships are built on good communication. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and I had a caller a few few months ago talking about a, a new construction builder that 
they've, they've been trying to get an answer from them for like months, like three months or something about when they were going to finish the yard. And they simply could not get them to communicate and could not get an answer out about when are you going to grade and put my sod down? Like really? Um, and, and so another caller called in and, and kind of said, and I always appreciate that because it's hard to think of everything Yeah, it could be happening or might be happening, but that, you know, they said, well, you know, we do a lot of this too. And, you know, one thing the builders do is they wait till they have multiple to do at once. Yes. And then they got to wait for the proper weather. And we had had so much rain, yeah. which I just didn't even think of for a moment that like, yeah, we've had so much rain. It's been hard to get sod and to cut sod and, uh, you know, it really slowed that production down. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I was like, so yeah, that's, that's, that's great reason that all that would be happening. So but, you just brought up poor communication. Like yeah. all they got to do is call them and yeah. tell them these things. People in general are very understanding. Yes. They just want to be told <laughs> what's going on. What's next. You know, just communicate. Yep. Absolutely. So I know another big one that, that I hear all the time that um, I, I was just going over with somebody. We did our first job with them, and they have several jobs that they want to get through. And, of course, the first one we did was skylight leaks because yep. you got to protect the home. You got to, you know, well, now it's like, all right, now I want to start remodeling second floor, first floor. So we talked a lot about, you know, they, they order, how should I do this? Where should I start? Where's the best place to start? If I do hardwood, can I do one room at a time? I kind of walked through and explained where you can and where you can't and why, and really, you know, walk through that, that whole system so that they could make a, a really good decision. You know, we kind of decided, so second floor bathroom is probably the best place to start uh-huh. because they really want to do hardwoods on the second floor and, and some painting and, and stuff like that throughout the whole second floor first. And I was like, well, we can, and we protect brand new floors all the time. But on the other hand, accidents happen and everyone's human. And if you're walking down the hall with a wet piece of tile from a wet saw, you know, if you drop it or if something happens, you know, there is a slight possibility that we're repairing a hardwood floor that we just put in, mm-hmm. you know, so if I, if I had to, if I got to pick, I would do the hard part of the bathroom and the tile and all that stuff first and, you know, work your way backwards and out, yep. you know, and, and some people, I, I've seen so many people that don't, don't consult on that. They don't ask those questions. And then they're like, I come in and they want me to tear apart a chimney and fix this and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is a gorgeous floor. How long has this been here? About three weeks. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, I got to really pay attention to how I protect this floor. When, if we would have reversed this order, put stone on the wall, you know, <laughs> first, it, it really might've, you know, made the next step easier. So yeah, a lot of people, yeah. I'm sure you get it all the time. Just, they don't know where to start. And then they just hesitate and, you know, kind of get stuck and almost nothing happens, you know, freeze up, that sort of thing. So, so what's something else that, that you see all the time that people are worried about? I have a, a ton of clients that get really scared about uh, costs of a project. They really either um, 
they're just afraid that during the construction process that change orders and additional yeah. costs will pop up. And that's and I talk through that by reminding them that that's why we have that design process on the front end, that we want to pick everything out, do walkthroughs with our in-house production, um, you know, and, and calculate the cost of everything ahead of time. Oh, so yeah. Before they make the decision to do the project, they have a 100% fully investigated, all the homework's done, price of what that project's going to cost. So they, it's not like the, our fun HGTV shows where I think they create the drama by when yeah. they argue, you're calling the homeowner and telling them that they have I like they, to believe that they yeah, do that anyway. <laughs> they, that they have to, uh, you know, it's, it's 10 grand more for a new HVAC system. We didn't think about that when we, versus if they did their homework ahead of time, they would have known that, but yeah, yeah. They're constantly finding stuff inside of walls. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my favorite that I'm just like, oh, there's so many different ways that you can investigate that stuff to find out, you know. They knew that was there. 90% of what's in those walls. And it's like, yeah, I'd like to think that hopefully they actually, um, you know, knew that was there and they're, you know, creating some TV drama for everybody on that, you know. But it, but it happens. I talk to so many people that that truly happens to. And I don't know if sometimes it's intentional where they're just like, they, they know they're probably going to run into things, but they're just trying to come in at a really good price up front to get people yeah. on board. Um, I always, you know, explain it to people and, 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 you know, kind of go over with people. I call it the, the right to say no to what you're selecting or the cost of uh -huh. if I put this project together and, and I tell you it's 60,000 and it turns out to be 80 what do you do? You're finding out in the middle of the project. If we do all this homework and you pay me for a little bit of service and we figure out it's 80, what you want, you might go, okay, wait a minute. Wow. $80,000 is a lot of money. How do we make this 60? And we, we come up with some designs and some ways to do that. And that's a challenge that I love. And exactly, you know, but it's the right to say, oh, wow, no, you know what I mean? But when you're in there in the middle of it, I, I don't know what you do, you know, it's, it, imagine buying a car and then the day you show up, pick it up, they're like, oh, we need five more thousand dollars. Yeah. No. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. No, <laughs> I thought we'd been through this, you know, what's different about the car, but it's just, yeah, what, what a hassle, um, you know, for people out there. So we do so much upfront investigation and everything in our design that we truly just figure that stuff out for you, you know, and make sure give you that right to, to you know, be in on what you're going to purchase. So I think it's so helpful and so good for people, you know, to be able to help them get through. So, but setting expectations, I think is another huge one that a lot of people are like, am I really going to get what they're saying? And how do I know? And if you don't see these designs, if you don't get it in writing, not just the design, but the scope and everything in writing, if it doesn't say it's happening, it might not be happening. It's probably not happening. It, probably not. So, but yeah, I think we're up against the clock here. We're coming right down to the end. So, Jake, I appreciate you coming on again. I love you, having Rich. you on as always. Fun, fun hour for me. And uh, for everybody else out there, be good, be kind to one another, have a happy Halloween, and I will talk to everybody next Saturday. Get more at 971talk.com.